0: What is up guys? We are back with a special football-only episode. The Super Bowl. Either you loved it or you hated it. There was no in between. It was a relatively low-scoring game. Probably I think it was the lowest actually in Super Bowl history. Uh, had two of the high-powered, most high-powered offenses in the NFL, so that was quite the anomaly. Um, there was one historic record that was set in the Super Bowl, and that was the longest punt. So That shows you what kind of offense is being on display there. Uh, The Rams punted like 9 out of 10 times in their possessions or something. And I'm actually not even exaggerating on that. So there's generally two schools of thought on this. There could either be a ridiculously well-played defensive game or poor offensive execution game. And I honestly think it was a little bit of both. Um, Most people will recognize that Brady was not Brady. Brady. Uh, he did not look like himself, especially in the first half, where he actually looked average. He didn't even look good. He just looked average, sometimes making bad throws. And the the Rams' offense just couldn't get anything going. They couldn't get first downs. They couldn't have any momentum going. It was rough. Um, now, on the other end of the field, Pat's defense played lights out. Like to To their own credit, they played ridiculously well. Even though the Rams couldn't get anything going, it was because of the game plan the Pats had. And conversely, the Rams defense also played ridiculously well. Granted, Brady threw an interception first or second play of the game, actually. Uh, he threw in a double coverage, which I don't think it was busted coverage. But either way, th- those guys are in the right place at the right time. And doesn't matter how you get the job done. All that matters is they got it done. So I have a couple interviews for you guys. First interview is with uh, Steve Cooley, you know, if you remember him from a few episodes back. Um, this was before the Super Bowl, so we give a little update on Steve. Steve was on a few episodes ago, and he gave us kind of a bio straight from the horse's mouth per se, and um, wanted to give you guys a little update on him because he's going through some, uh, some pretty big things right now, and it's awesome to see him pretty much have amazing success in football. And uh, another interview we're going to have is with Aldo of The the Dough Pod. Go check out that podcast. It's a lot of fun, actually. I love listening to it. And he works really hard on it also. So without further ado, let's break it down and get to these interviews. All right, so we're here again with Steve Cooley, part two. Thanks for coming back, Steve. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having
1: me. Always excited to be back.
0: Yeah. No, it's awesome to have you back. And uh, so last time we talked, things were things were unraveling for you a little bit in the future. Can you talk a little bit about what's going on now?
1: Yeah, so um, next step for me is I'll be heading down to um, the Spring League in Austin, Texas, uh, end of March through April, uh, beginning of April. Um, basically... Um, I know it's kind of the title is a bit misleading. It's not actually a league. It's a, it's like a four team. I think they advertise it as like a, an elite tryout kind of thing. It's two weeks, uh, week of practice game, week of practice game. Um, you play a game against one of the other teams. Full pads, full contact. Full pads, full contact. Nice. So, um, you know it's an opportunity for me to go down and get in front of scouts, um, from NFL, CFL. XFL, which will be coming right. in 2020, and then the new league that starts in a couple days or a, a, a week, week, I think, the yeah. AAF. So, um, I'm kind of excited for yeah, that. There's an, it's an exciting time to be a, a football player. I, it, was, it was like, uh, I know it's kind of cliche to say that, but um, <laughs> I saw an, a post last night about it, um, and they were like, it is an exciting time because of the XFL, the AAF, and then the mm-hmm. CFL actually, I didn't even realize, just partnered with, the GFL, the German Football League. Really. So I don't know what that's gonna and like what's gonna happen with that, but mm. all, all I saw was a, a press release yesterday. Actually, it said that the uh, the GFL and CFL uh, commissioners, presidents, whatever they are, mm-hmm. um, met in Germany and came to a, an agreement, or just like a hey, let's work together in the future. So. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. There's some the cool opportunities coming up for football.
0: So now, does that mean like if you were to go back and play in the GFL, you could play like. A team in the CFL. So
1: yeah, that's what I'm very um curious to see what comes of that because they were, it was very just like we met and we agreed we want to work together. Kind uh-huh. of, that's what it sounded like. So so it's really really early. yeah I I don't know what that could like that's the only thing I well the first thing I think of is oh are they gonna can uh, can Canadian teams gonna play German teams but obviously there's a lot of money involved in that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um traveling and whatever um, right yeah so I don't know what that'll entail but I'm excited to see what that that what happens sounds like that. a lot of fun. AF I have a bunch of buddies who are playing in that and they said um and uh the, they have been on NFL rosters and now they play in the AF and they said um you know from the way they're running it right now it's exactly to the T like the NFL it's very really? high high pressure high end
0: It seems um, like from at least the outside looking in that it's ridiculously well organized
1: Yes so you know I I um I know how i caught wind about it a while ago um but uh, I finally well, now that the practice has been going on for a month and I know kids in it and I can do some more research and it's becoming more popular. You see more things about it. And mm-hmm. I even realized like, um, don't quote me on the actual positions, but I know like Heinz Ward's involved in the in the like the front office yeah. part of the AAF. I think Choy uh, Palomalu is as well. I've
0: seen that on
1: uh, um, like the Instagram. Yeah, so like I was like, oh wow, that's impressive. And then you know you have all these ex. NFL or big time college coaches like Steve Spurrier is a coach of one of the teams. Really, um, is he? Mike Vick is an offensive coordinator for one of the teams. Wow. Um, so they're not really messing around not, and, and I'm looking at these rosters and you have guys like um you met Blake Sims, the Alabama quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's in there, Aaron Murray from Georgia. Who's
0: the uh, quarterback from Penn State? Hackenberg's Hackenberg. Hackenberg, yep.
1: Trent Richardson's in, in the AAF Really? Yeah, oh my so god. There's um it was it was Ooh. cool looking at the rosters and like oh wow like you know this is going to be an awesome opportunity for players to um, come together and make a you know this new developmental league. They want to. You know, one of my friends called it the D League of the NFL. Yeah, like a
0: full farm system. Almost. Exactly.
1: So, because I mean, think about it. That's what I was. I think we talked about it a little bit last time. But if you as a football player here in the states, if you don't make it in the NFL, and that's what fifty three man man roster, mm-hmm. maybe five practice squad spots. And then thirty two teams. If you're not on one of the, if you're not on one of those thirty two teams, there's Maybe, really yeah. nothing. You yeah. go to Germany. You go to that. That was why I went there. A, I didn't want to sit around and just train. I wanted to play. So. Uh
0: uh-huh. Which that makes the most sense. You literally want to play. Yeah, because not...
1: in my opinion, as a coach, I'd rather see a player who's been playing rather than waiting around.
0: hmm
1: And training. I, it's like anything else. There's pros and cons. Both. I end up, you know, tearing my knee up a little bit. But, right. You know, you you live and you learn and. It just makes you a better person in the end, but I'm excited. It's an exciting time. I'm I'm, I'm interested like to it. see what's going to happen. Uh, just stay positive and just control what I can control.
0: Right. No, that sounds awesome. And it sounds like the AAF is ridiculously positive with what they're, like, they're open to everything. Like, they yes. could do something with the Spring League, maybe in the future. Yeah, exactly. Like so, that. actually,
1: the XFL just partnered with the Spring League yesterday. Really? They announced that officially. Wow. So yeah, that's... so I guess they're going to use the Spring League that I'll be attending in March as their um plat- um an experimental um
0: combine kind of kinda, kinda not combine, I they're know?
1: gonna implement or try out some new rules or okay. technologies. I don't know what that means. Uh-huh. That the XFL wants to use in their league.
0: Hopefully some helmet cams. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting
1: to see. Like um I know that I know we live in an age of technology. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I don't know how true it is. I think it might be a different league. I don't know if it's as high end, but mm-hmm. I know they wanted to get fans involved somehow. Right. I don't know if that means like, oh, should he go for it on fourth down, and the you know all the fans can vote on their. I've bones. seen
0: that. That's the thing. Um, Barstool was advertising yeah. that in the fall, I believe.
1: Yeah. So I. That's. I don't know. It's, it's. It'll be cool to see. You know. I. I. I'm still in the dark about most of this stuff. Yeah. So, um.
0: That's more than. That's more of an update than
1: I could even read yeah, online. So that was awesome. It, it's. It'll be cool. Yeah, That's, wow. Well, obviously, good luck
0: to you. Yeah, Obviously, it. we'll be yeah, yeah. in contact with that. So, let's move on to a little uh, NFL talk since we're pretty much already on it. Let's talk about the, we'll start off a little light, AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the Pats and the Chiefs?
1: Man, I, it's uh, like anything, It's it's like anyone else's opinion, unless you're actually a Patriots fan. You know, we always say, we get tired of seeing the Patriots win, or we get tired of seeing Alabama win, right? Right. That like those are the two teams that are kind of always the good ones. And uh, <laughs> but uh I don't know. You just can't go against Tom Brady. I guess I, I really thought the Chiefs were going to beat him. It my came down. It opinion. came down to the, the last minute. You know, the penalty screwed him, The Chiefs, but uh, you know, and I'm a diehard Eagles fan. So I'm a little biased. I, I like Andy Reid. Right, right. You know, I think Andy Reid deserves. You know he's like been to uh, I think maybe seven, AFC or NFCs or NFC championship games in his whole career and only been to one Super Bowl. I was gonna say he just Super can't Bowl. get past it. So I feel I feel for the guy. He's a great coach, but uh, yeah, uh, Tom Brady something else. That's well, I should say Tom Brady and Bill Belichick combo. In my opinion, is what makes that such a powerful. I I um, definitely agree. Duo, um, I think one without the other, that would still be good, but not as two good. great. A great coach with a great player combined—it's just, mm. it's unstoppable. And you hear it on ESPN, and you don't really realize it. What is Tom Brady's ninth Super Bowl? He's been to like, some ridiculous amount of, uh, AFC Championship games. Yeah. Like more than most people years have. He's been in like Twelve or, or thirteen, which is absurd. Yeah. Um, you know, and someone put it really well on, I don't know what I was listening to, but. We should appreciate the greatness because as much as we ha- oh we we don't want to see the Patriots mm-hmm. win we don't want to see the Patriots wins when it's gone, we're all gonna say how you know how we're gonna awesome tell our kids about yeah. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and we are living in that time. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I did think th- I personally thought the Chiefs were gonna pull it out. Yeah, I think Pat Mahomes is uh, once in a generation talent. Obviously, Couldn't you see the way he throws and just what he does is amazing and. You know, it's it's football. I mean, one not, not that that one penalty decided the game, but it the it,
0: defi- it definitely. I think it and it.
1: it makes it more apparent that oh that's the play or that's the penalty. Same with this uh, Saints game that exactly oh that was the reason. But you forget that there was four quarters previous to that mm-hmm. where things were going on.
0: And uh, the, now moving on to the Saints game, talking about that penalty, they still did have the ball in overtime.
1: Yeah, first drive. I'll just throw out a tidbit. I do think NFL needs to change the college over time. I, c- I definitely agree I with that. I 100% think that should be a thing.
0: I hate the score first
1: walk yeah, off. I thing. don't like that. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone, are, I kind of just hate how, even today, what, well, it's a week and a half, almost two weeks now since that game, and you still, every day, turn on ESPN, they're talking about that call. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, at the end of the day, it is what it is. We get it. What's the, what is the point of even arguing? It was a bad, a missed call, I should say. Yeah. It was pass interference for sure. Um. But again, it's one play in a game. I mean, there was the drive before the Rams had the ball dr- going in. There was a face mask that mm-hmm. wasn't called. Yep, I've, I I saw a bunch of those. the game too. Um,
0: a bunch of those calls that were that would have missed.
1: that missed face mask call would have sealed the game for the Rams then. Mm-hmm. But it just so happened that the Saints got the ball back because they missed the call. They drive down and then that happens. Right. So you know, like I said, you can always go back in any game and just be like oh but what about this 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 it just so happens that it was the last play everyone saw
0: you know better than most that football's not a game of one play no it's no. a game of a bunch of them like Absolutely it, you, not, you yeah. can't put together one drive that's ridiculously great and expect to do nothing the rest of the game exactly and i'm a big
1: advocate on never blaming the refs as hard mm-hmm. as i you know and I'm, i i you know i'm like everyone else i'll <laughs> I'll get mad i'll get upset but at the end of the day like if you think about how hard their job is, mm-hmm. in the heat of the moment, it's quick, it's fast, they got to make a split-second decision, you know, it is what it is. Under they gotta all gotta that ride pressure. Their, exactly. All so, those eyes. You know, it's, they do them, we do us. It it's, sucks. It's I their job. I love how Drew handled that whole situation yeah. that, with his posts and everything, and, uh-huh. um, you know, it's true, you just got to bury it and get back to work and...
0: Exactly. It would have been nice to see uh, Kirkwood in a Super Bowl. Oh, him too. Yeah, I forgot,
1: yeah. I love Drew Brees. I was rooting for Drew. Mm-hmm. It's, hard, um, it's hard to root against Drew Brees in any situation. Yeah, I think he's like one of the more, I think he's finally getting his, his name as being more recognized, but he's one of the more, not that he's underrated, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like People write him off. You don't hear about him as much as you hear about Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers yet. If you look at statistically year in and year out, Drew Brees has led, been probably top three passing yards probably like 80% of his career. And what record did he just break this season where he's
0: now number one, right? He passed yeah. Peyton Manning. Was, pass,
1: was it passing yards? or?
0: Passing I, yards. And he might have gotten passing
1: touchdowns too. Yeah, he did something. Yeah. He's yeah, he just consistently is such a good player. And I'm fortunate enough to actually be able to train with Drew. or well, not train with. I train uh, Todd Durkin in San Diego is where Drew trains a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool to see or had the opportunity to see Drew work out. And even for, I think he's almost 40 years old, man, that guy is an awesome dude, very friendly. But the minute the workout starts, to the minute it ends, that man is locked in, don't mess around. He comes in and gets his work in, and it's just cool to see what it takes to be great, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So so. he's one of those big-time work ethic guys? Yeah, big-time work ethic, and you know it, it doesn't even involve doesn't need to be him going in and throwing up 400 pounds because, you know, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He just takes care of himself. He works out what he, he gets his work done day in and day out. Does it to the best of his ability at 100% right. everything he does. And, and it clearly shows in the look field. how he, uh, you know, plays. Yeah.
0: How – so, in your opinion, which was the more exciting game to watch? Oof. Because I was on my toes – the entire time in the uh, Saints-Rams game. And then for the past Chiefs game, after the first five minutes, I was kind of lulled to sleep until the end.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, you know, I kind of was took, taken by surprise how the chiefs pass game was going. Mm-hmm. So, again, I was kind of like, oh, this is not what I need to see. Right. Um, the end, awesome, like you said. Yeah, Rams- both ends. Saints, just... I thought was, yeah, that was a much more entertaining. I was looking more forward to the Rams-Saints game. On paper, before that game even happened, that's the game that you would expect to be like the high scoring right. like, showdown. Uh-huh. Gurley and Camara uh, and Breeze and golf and just all the weapons they have on offense. Whereas, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots and uh, where he's at in his career, more of a, or you would think, more of a play action, mm-hmm. you know, run the ball, play action pass, you know. But, damn, every time I think Brady's on the decline, he comes out and plays like he did. And... I mean, the first drive of the Patriots, he drove down the field, and I
0: think he threw the ball once. It was just <laughs> run after run after run, yeah. and they scored easily. And I was like, this game's not going to be fun.
1: Yeah, that, and, and that's, again, that's what I give credit to Belichick, too. The, that duo is just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two a smart there, – you basically have two coaches on the team, one that's actually coaching – and then you have a coach that's on the field. Yeah. And I, in my opinion, it's like when Peyton was playing. Yeah. He's a coach on the field. The, they that's have the ridiculous aud- football minds. Yeah, the audibles. you. That's why you know everyone makes fun of Peyton when he's playing because he literally takes so long to snap the ball because you just mm-hmm. hear him chirping. But it's because he's a coach on the field. Right. And if you know what's going to happen and you can get your team in the right play, it's over. It's a big oh, yeah. game of chess.
0: I was going to say, is it, well, obviously, you know this more than me, but pre-snap reads is... I'm it, sure that's ridiculously mm-hmm. bigger in the NFL than it is in college to oh, begin yeah. with.
1: It's, uh, it's like anything else. You, we always had a saying, if you're thinking, you're stinking. Uh, you don't want to, as a quarterback, you can't be out there thinking about what's happening. You need to be reacting to what's happening. And you react by, during the week, preparing, mm-hmm. trying to get tells of when they're going to blitz, when they're going to do certain stunts, whatever it may be, play certain coverages. And most of the time, especially in the NFL, you have every play is two to three plays within a play, right, and you're the quarterback's responsible for getting you in the right mm-hmm. um, getting the right play called at the line of scrimmage. and um, if, you, if you have a quarterback who can do that, you're going to be a pretty damn good football team, right and that's why just statistically, if you look at any team, NFL, college, any level of college, any level of high school, if you have a decent quarterback, a good quarterback. Usually the team's good.
0: Yeah, that's true. It usually revolves around the quarterback. If, if there's and a athletes. struggling,
1: if there's a struggling quarterback or a struggling like a, we always said a revolving door of quarterbacks. It happens more in college, obviously, because mm-hmm. there's so many quarterbacks on the roster and or they're the trying Browns. to find the guy. Yeah, or the Browns. <laughs> but uh, yeah, usually those are the teams that struggle. So yeah,
0: yeah, I feel like that's that too is one of the more one of the main positions you really have to solidify before you have an actual team around you exactly can't build a team around a receiver if nobody can get them the ball
1: exactly and again it's kind of a strategy of what you the coach or the gm or whoever's you know those or all those guys meeting coming together and making an executive decision but Mm -hmm. usually you're like you said the franchise is built around the quarterback right it's always the quarterback 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 that's why they make the big bucks whatever um, and then you go from there and building the team you have a quarterback and then you build your line to protect your quarterback look at Andrew Luck this year right right he had a tanko line Shockingly touched, good. and look what happened. That's I was
0: I was surprised especially because of his comeback at how well he did right out of the gate
1: exactly look like he
0: didn't even skip two years
1: and I'm sure obviously he he's healthy now so he's back to Andrew Luck I've always loved I thought he was a great he is a mm. great quarterback yeah I'm um, so I was happy to see him back but how much it helps like even just a co- from a confidence standpoint he ne- he went some stretch there without even getting hit during a game and it was it was amazing like i forget what it was it was like whatever but the confidence from a quarterback um perspective that's goes a long way mm-hmm. being able to the, that that confidence of going back in the pocket and just being able to know you're not going to get hit right and just you 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 step in the ball's differently you act differently you walk around differently and uh, yeah, I feel like that's uh, I wanna. I'm
0: trying to think. It might have been Mahomes earlier in the season before he decided to scramble and be like athletic. He would stay in the pocket for five, six seconds, and I was like, "How does he have no fear in there?" And I think it's because he didn't get hit yet.
1: Yeah, I th- is that a thing, or are you? It's that, and then also I I think it was mid season. He's I forget the the Chiefs' first big game. It was in the m- uh, middle of the season. I forget who it was against, but. He made a couple errant throws doing what you're saying he kind of was he was scrambling but in the pocket Mm -hmm. he didn't want to scramble downfield he wanted to scramble in the pocket by time to throw and he would make those like you know end up 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage throwing off his back foot deep down the field right and he would throw picks Mm -hmm. I think like something like that all of a sudden you're going to film on Sunday Monday whenever they meet with their coach and you know they probably watch film that night but uh (laughs) You know, you get ripped. (coughs) Yeah, that's never fun. You don't want to get ripped again. So you learn. It's like anything else. You learn from your mistakes. Don't Mm -hmm. do it again. So I think he did. He improved on that. Just something he's going to continue to prove on um, in his career. He needs to. Um, That's probably his only weakness. Yeah. If that's even, you know, it is a weakness, but. It can be turned into a strength easily. Exactly. Because he's buying the time, Mm -hmm. but we need to make that um, an efficient way of buying time or or. And that play efficiently, not throwing picks, not throwing off her back foot, mm-hmm. so um I think andy Reid and and that staff will do a great job you know coaching him up in the off season and and he, he himself will do a great job right and, right and, uh, it'll be cool to see him after <laughs> damn after one year one year of experience the way he just played, I don't know how you come back and have a better year, but I'm I think excited. he had five thousand yards this I'm year. so excited he had like yeah fifty touchdown, whatever it was it was ridiculous, yeah. but I'm excited to see him play next year to me see, too see, i'm excited
0: i'm excited to see how they get more athletes around too. yes
1: that too they have freakish athletes already tyreek yeah. <laughs> and travis kelsey who i think is the best tight end in the nfl personally i would take him over gronk in my mm-hmm. opinion i would too um he seems more durable whatever you want you can you know that's a different argument
0: i think but. he's a possession as a i think gronk is more give me the ball gronk's like, a great don't me be wrong get i think he's so good too he's yeah. second
1: by far but
0: i think kelsey can run routes like a receiver but still block like yes, a tight end exactly which so. is huge it's like Ertz. yeah,
1: I like love, Ertz. yeah exactly gronk Gronk's is a he's he's big body mm-hmm. i don't know exactly they might they're probably similar more similar in size than i realize but uh you know gronk seems more of like the prototypical you would look at him and be like, okay he's a blocker yeah
0: and i'm sure those braces weigh him down too <laughs> it's
1: crazy how many <laughs> braces he wears it's insane
0: i know so let's let's talk a little bit super bowl preview Oof. what do you what are you expecting out of this game high-powered offenses or defense shutdown
1: it's so hard to say again this goes back to the patriots they're just so good at game planning scheming and and everything you know my gut wants the rams to win just again like anyone else who's not a patriots fan for the most part is like oh we want to see someone different win right i just don't see the patriots losing and um, the only thing I'll say is and uh, everyone if you watch ESPN or sports a lot you've probably heard this on the TV but it's true um, you got Aaron Donald and Adamic and Sue inside
0: mm-hmm.
1: the Patriots O-line isn't the greatest but with that being said you know Belichick's gonna probably take away Donald yeah at least one of them double teams whatever it may be which means now the pressure's on Sue to perform so mm-hmm. if Sue can perform and you know the just that whole defensive front in general, I'm not sure who the 1D end is. I know they have uh, the guy from the Jaguars, Dante Fowler. Yeah. I forget who the other end is, but, you know, they just got some some dudes back there. Marcus Peters, Aqib Tlaib. You know, I don't know.
0: A lot of people, they have a lot of, uh, I think the the athletes win on the Rams.
1: Like, I, I would agree with that.
0: But I just think that the Patriots have been there so many times before. So this is a game. Today.
1: Well, and, the, again, the experience goes a lot um, further than people realize, that mm-hmm. that that stage, the Super Bowl stage, you know, it ha- has a lot of pressure to it. Like imagine that, like these guys are, are um, you know, anywhere from twenty, twenty one, twenty two up to most of them are between that age and thirty, and then you have obviously um, your veterans who are up there, but. You know, for the for the most of these guys on the Rams, especially, this is the first time they're in the Super Bowl. Jared Goff is second year. Yeah. You know, this is he's young. Like this is, you know, this is his first time there, and I don't know. I think you know Tom Brady being there for whatever in the ninth time or whatever it is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's it's just another game to him. Didn't uh,
0: there was some stat where I think Sean McVay played uh, Julian Edelman in college.
1: Yeah, I think that's. They're like right.
0: the same age, and that's so oh, weird. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That
1: is right. Yeah, I saw something where it was like, ages of people when Tom Brady played in his first Super Bowl, and it was like Sean McVay was one of them. Like mm. players who were on those one of uh, one of those two rosters, they like put how old they were, and I forget. There was one that was crazy. He was like eight years old or something. When that had in, to be.
0: It had to be like golf.
1: Yeah, I think it might have been. It was golf or one of the young rookies, mm. maybe Cooper Cup or something. Yeah, know, and uh, like third ACL, grade. But yeah, it was insane <laughs> to think about. Like that's like me looking up to I don't know, even like you know when I was a kid I kind of did Drew Brees was my guy as a little kid and that was the first quarterback I ever like really liked and it'd be like that it'd be like me going against Drew Brees or
0: mm-hmm.
1: being on a team with Drew Brees or like when I first met Drew Brees it was like kind of that I had to um sh- uh, keep that little boy feeling in to keep it inside because you want to like get starstruck and yep. be like oh you know, like you, I'm, and and like any other time that you would meet a celebrity, naturally you always wanted to get their autograph or take their picture, or like mm-hmm. you're starstruck. But then it's like it's cool to meet guys and like it's more of like, hey, like you know we're working out or you're in the same gym and right. you get to meet them for who they are. They don't have to, they don't have that mask up of, like getting recognized and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. And Treat them like regular people because yeah, that's all they exactly. are. Exactly,
1: and and that's the you know the craziest thing is they are. Yeah. They put their pants on the same way as us the shirts. Like. Oh you know, yeah, they go to work every day. It might be football, but they go to work every day. And, right. You know, these guys have families. They are. They're normal people. And I just had that conversation with somebody the other day and it's just like you as a kid you they're hero superheroes. Mm-hmm. They're not real people.
0: Right. So I just saw a video speaking of this, a little little side deviation here. Uh Carl Anthony Towns just made the uh, all star team. He found out with his family in the movie theaters. Oh really? And he didn't think he was gonna make it for the second year in a row. So when they showed the video to him, he just broke down crying in the huh, movie theater. That's so cool. So though. it's like you see that they're real people who like, yeah.
1: they want the same thing as everyone else. They have goals. They have dreams, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he may be in the NBA, but yeah, and you elevate your dreams then. And right. That's, that's an awesome story to hear. Right. I, I didn't it's, hear, I'll, I'll hear show that. you the video when that's we're done. So cool. it's, it's pretty sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: So now we have to touch a little bit on uniforms. Yeah, for sure. Rams Rams choice. What do you think?
1: They're going with the
0: the throwbacks.
1: I love those uniforms. They're my favorite in all of football. Yeah, I think they're the best.
0: But I'm sure you. I don't know if you heard this stat. Last twelve out of fourteen Super Bowl winners have been wearing white. Really, the only exception was last year your Eagles, and the Packers in like ten. No, it can't be like ten they years. They were ago, wearing but, green, right? Yeah, yeah but a, a eight to ten and years ago. Those That's are the only crazy. two in the past fourteen years.
1: And they were all wearing white.
0: All the well, they were the away team wearing a white jersey. The they game. could have been the home team wearing a white jersey too, but huh? That's interesting. Stat. So for the Rams to elect to go with their mm. throwbacks, even though all year all they did was wear white jerseys, yeah, even at home, I think I don't think they took that stat into account. Obviously, because nah, it's new. not
1: something you can't get that. that that's mean, more of a gambling. Some people stat. are superstitious, but at the end of the day, it is what like it, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that, and I was like, you
0: know what? They probably didn't take that into account at all, but that's a pretty crazy stat. Twelve out of fourteen.
1: Yeah, well, because you, you can look at it either way too, because it's like anything else when you gamble. Like from a gambling perspective, I should say, is okay. It's twelve out of fourteen, so we're gonna wear the whites because statistically speaking, it's mm-hmm. you know in our favor. Or you can look at it. Oh well, it's been twelve of fourteen whites, so it's bound to flip. Right. At some point, so. Why not wear? be the one yeah. to flip it? Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's that's. I actually didn't even look at it from that yeah, angle. So, I just so, thought I mean, it was a crazy two, move. Yeah. But yeah, so that was uh, that was interesting to see them do that. I think it's the best uniform
1: in all. I love those unis. And then uh, just touch on the Patriots. The Patriots uniforms are just so um, I don't mind them, but they're just very. I'm so used to them now. They're generic. Yeah, they're just, they're like ours in high school. Exactly, they're just very you know, they haven't changed <clears throat> in so long, not that I remember at least. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it's just again it goes back to probably Bill Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and you've been around for so long you don't really want to change things like, yeah you know, tom brady doesn't he he's still wearing the same i think i made this comment he's still wearing that same helmet yes they do make him and anymore. it looks so old and i'm pretty sure they made him change during the preseason, and he hated it and mm. he switched back
0: see that that like, to me is that's what i i would do in that situation i think I only I hated the way I looked in the uh, speed fluxes. Okay. I think you could see too much of my face. I got gotcha. you. So I always stuck with the shut X P ones, like where they still had a rounded head and not like an oval. The cut oval, looking. yeah. Yeah, so I that, I stuck with it all through college, and people were telling me like it's not concussion proof. You're gonna get hit, and I was like. It looks better. though. Yeah. Like it's no, aesthetics. Actually, look good, feel um, good, play good. I'm, yeah, a big, yeah, I'm comfortable in it. I'm a big
1: believer it. in that. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's a, anything in life. If, if, if it, even if it doesn't work, if it mentally makes you think it's doing something then, and it works. Then it's doing something. Do it. Yeah. I don't care. I
2: That's agree. why I always
1: say There's So you always see <coughs> some crazy people or some crazy like superstitious things that people do before games or on game day from being in the locker rooms, whatever it may be. And at the end of the day, I'll just be like, look, I don't care what he does. If it helps him, And he's going to block for me, or he's going to make the catch to tackle, yada, 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 whatever Mm -hmm. his job is. Let him do it. Right. I don't care.
0: I agree. I'm all for it. People have superstitions to their own levels. Mm -hmm. If you're crazy with it, be crazy with it. Just perform. Yeah, Own it, it too.
1: Yeah. I I don't care. That's a big thing, too. You can't can't
0: try and hide it and be embarrassed about it. If you do it, you do it. Be you. Yeah. At the end of the day. I agree. Hell yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve, thank you so much for coming by. I really appreciate it. Good luck in the future. Appreciate Follow it. Follow him. Follow his story at Doc Cooley.
1: Sure. I actually changed it to Steve Cooley. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, Steve at, underscore Cluley. Steve At Steve yeah, underscore Cooley. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Of course. All right, guys. Here is an interview with the one and only Doe of the Doe Pod. What's up? Hey, man. What are you doing? I am interviewing you. About the Super Bowl that we watched together. Oh God! Yeah, all right, we'll talk about it. <laughs> thank you. All right, you so a lot. let's start out. Start out with the uniforms. What did you think, obviously, about the uniforms?
2: Um. Okay. So the past. wore white in the Super Bowl they lost or it was like something crazy yeah I
0: I know exactly what you're talking about so
2: it was like something weird I was like when I saw that they went white I was like wow that's pretty crazy that that's happening but I mean and then the LA Rams I think went regular right? and they just go their
0: regular colors they went with their throwbacks actually first team to do that since like the 49ers in like the 90s oh my god really yeah it wasn't it wasn't like their normal home or away it was like a throwback uniform Oh, cool. I mean, honestly, it didn't really make a mad It didn't really fucking matter to them because they fucking played like shit. So yeah, their their offense stalled before they even stepped on the field.
2: I don't, I don't like that it was just not, I don't know, like an offensively played game. Uh-huh. Like, like I, I it felt like Ross Jared off to play to throw over 15 yards, fifteen yards, and they were, and then um, like Tom Brady, like again, does like understood that he doesn't have the weapon like, a deep-down, deep, like, deep-down-the-field weapon, like, mm-hmm. like, will that, plus Gronk can't get the same separation, and when, it's not like when Gronk is on the loose anymore, that when he gets on the loose, and he's just a runaway freight train, that if you get in his way, you could possibly just, like, die right then and there, Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't happen anymore for Gronk, because he's definitely, first of all, completely concussed, and there is something probably, like, he's probably broken, like, a lot of things in his
0: body, he wears, like, uh, three braces. They're huge on him.
2: Yeah, you. I think that's the point. I think what happens is that, like, the doctor literally says, like, hey, Rob, like, if you just take one bad tackle, you will lose one of your, like, limbs. Like, it, it, that's just the way your the muscle is literally hanging on by a thread. That's basically what he's there selling. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that, that's – Brady just played check down, like, check down all the – like, check down offense the whole time. Gawks couldn't just go couldn't throw to anybody. Okay, over so and I feel like that's what, I feel like he was just too scared to play his game. So, without without Gurley as well, because I feel, again, Gurley is a check down like, receiver sometimes. And CJ Anderson isn't, uh, like, res, like, doesn't skip receptions like that. Um, so, it was just so he had to play conservative against an already conservative team. Uh, All time rating. They had to do was just score one, and then he was good. He just understood that there was no way that they were gonna bust
0: open the thing. Right. I don't even think the Rams had a first down until the fourth quarter. I, I don't know. I, I don't
2: have the stats in front of me. I would not. I would not believe. I would. I would not be like. I would. I would not disagree with that though. Because it was a game. And then I guess with YouTube, I don't know what happened. I think a lot of people. I don't know if NFL marketing team. Or, I don't know if they just think, like, layoffs or something like that. Because someone wasn't doing the job. Because it was it was such a boring, like, Super Bowl, like, commercial-wise. I mean, when that well, was the My little, next question is what you thought
0: about the commercials. Well, I mean,
2: game aside, that was Super Bowl. Cool. Any, any idiot that says, oh, you just watched the two most genius signs in the world, and you can go blow it at your fucking ass, okay? I don't really, I don't care about that. And <laughs> I wanted to watch... I wanted to watch two. I wanted to watch a super offensively powered mind, a like, power team play a superly like strategic like defense, which not defense, but a strategic like like powered like kind of like franchise to the able the ability for Tom, for Tom Brady to adjust in the situation. Tom Brady didn't have to adjust to anything. Tom Brady literally did not have to adjust one bit to that whatsoever. I'm not even, I'm not entirely like really surprised that he won that game. I feel like if he lost that game, it's really like, wow, Tom, you really, you really fell asleep at the wheel
0: there, But I mean, Tom Brady had at one point 195 passing yards and 140 of them were to Edelman. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but I feel like that's just, I mean,
2: I, I, I think that's just the kid. I think that's just Edelman being Edelman. I, think, I feel like they're like Edelman. There's nothing we really can do. You just have to go out there and almost just look at every other play and try to get open. That, that That's probably what they
0: do. I mean, he's he no... a great receiver. Like, he, they, they made a route, like, specifically for him in every play where it's not the same. They could call the same play and he could run a different route 11 different times just, that's by, just by him reading the defense. That's, that's what I'm saying. He
2: just needs to get open. That's what they tell him. Like, hey, man, like, we're, you just got to get open every other play, and Tom will give you a look. Mm-hmm. Like, they, and once he gives you a look, just get ready to take the thing Because Tom's just going to sling that shit. Yeah. So, and then, so, just to talk about that, and then just to talk about how Jim Goff completely looked like Jared Goff of last year and this year. He literally, everyone, he just looks so... And shy. Like people were like, people. Under, I thought this was Jared Goff's years where he was like, okay, Jared Goff has a big now. Like Jared Goff has a huge cock. Uh-huh. <laughs> offensively, that's what's going on. And now, and, and he just was super shy. Like he he had his circumcised leaner today. It was it was not a it was not a good game to watch him play. Very shy, very timid
0: i I'm pretty sure now I don't remember the exact stat, but I think like the first ten drives of for the Rams, <laughs> nine of them were punts or something like that. It was like come on they, like, what it, it was just boring like it was boring really? in the sense of like it wasn't there was no action, but at the same time, like it was just a defensive game it was it came back to that old saying like offense sells tickets, defense wins championships yeah
2: but yeah, I, I, I mean I want to say something super intense, but like I'm really gonna hold back. But yeah, when i like, take? Okay, I'm just saying like yeah, defense only wins off like off like that, that wasn't a defensive game. That was a very conservative game, a like, conservatively offense. Defense wins championships sense like people step up and do their jobs. Nobody did anything. It was like any the first play of the game was a pick because Tom Brady threw tried to throw a wide receiving screen. He tried to throw a bubble screen, all right? That's how it happened. The guy just read it, and the guy did catch it like a fucking moron.
0: He oh, threw into, like, double coverage on the first pick.
2: The guy, yeah, the guy, he throws to Hogan um, every time. And every time he throws, like, he even looks Hogan. Dude, Hogan just really practices defensive game. It was just all these offensive players, the weapons that were dominated the whole game, who turned on the whole time. Just didn't show up, and Noel, and just thank God one team had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick because the other team just had a, 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 like a fucking eighteen year old kid. It looked like he looked like he had a high school quarterback, and that's what it stands out to. Yeah, I mean that,
0: that what, the what what's his name Sean McVay is thirty two or something. He like played against, what, he played against Edelman in college. Yeah, so like the, it, yeah. the whole team is young. I think that
2: if they could not necessarily get better, but if they can get more disciplined and more refined as a team, in the sense of like if they could just possibly like not necessarily like bust open a new playbook, but be able to take the risks that they need to take and be able to just create more of an offensive like powerhouse, then I don't I don't mind at all.
0: Oh yeah, I know I I definitely I think now now that they have the experience, they could hone in on the in- each individual saying, like, all right, Gurley can only do this, but that's why we have C.J. Anderson to do what Gurley can't do and then uh, like go at it from that aspect as opposed to testing the waters with certain players.
2: Right. Like, I think that was – I feel like in the Super Bowl, when you are playing an old-ass man you kind of have to – again, the, Tom Brady, the way that Tom Brady's system is set up is that he shouldn't have the ball more than four or five seconds. That's just the way the whole system works. Yes. The ball on his hand within four or five seconds. Everything either has to be checked down or has to be to Edelman or to Hogan. As if it's a default ball threat, there has to be like bronc needs to be separated in the, like between the middle or on a slant or something like that. That's how they play. Mm-hmm. That's just basically how they play. And the reason why Edelman is so good is because they run the same four plays, but Edelman has three different routes in it. Like you just said, like he just, he just goes in and he just tries to get open for the, for the ball.
0: Yeah, he reads the coverage.
2: A goddamn, she's a goddamn chihuahua for that. A, she is very energized for him, for the ball. <laughs> very energized. But, yeah, no, you're right. It's, and What, what we are saying is, like, you're right. That these guys need to just get better and, like, just do it in their craft mm-hmm. and then just get more mature with it. And hopefully Sean today it which could kind of zone in and be like, okay, like, we, we, we can't make this look like a fluke. Like, I can't make this look like, wow, like, people slept on us all year. And you know what I mean, like, and then we do the Super Bowl, we should the best there. All right, let's 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 start dominating. What we used to, or what we we're doing for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what was I gonna say? So let's talk about the commercials, unless you want to talk. No, well let's about
0: it. let's hit uh, commercials and then we'll hit the halftime show because I know you have some hot takes about that.
2: Oh my gosh! Okay, so and uh, like I'm like my parents my, like immigrated here. And I grew up here, and, I, you know, I played football with you guys, and I got into the Super Bowl. And for them to get into the Super Bowl, and, again, I have a big sister who was trying to Americanize my parents as well as I. For them to like the Super Bowl, they were obsessed with the commercials. Like, I hate commercials. I always hate my commercials. But for Super Bowl, I make the exception, and I watch the commercials. Right. It's very creative. The marketing strategy is very funny. There's always that one slogan. It's such a good time. You know, you need blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So, I like, I was ready for that. Like, and my parents have always liked it. And now this year, I come home from your party, and they were like, wow, that was a really boring super movie. stopped watching, because when the commercials came during halftime, there weren't any fun. And then guy took off his shirt, and he changed the channel. And I was like, wow. Really? I was like, I'm so sorry. Because they really do like a commercial. Like, my hit their favorites are the Dorito Kid. Yeah. Or the...
0: Puppy Mose Land- Baby.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when Family Anderson uh kissed that big fat dude, fat fat kid. Oh my like god, me.
0: that was uncomfortable.
2: Or no Family Anderson, was it uh it was she Kate had, Upton.
0: She had a weird name. It was Kate Upton, it was like the swimsuit model. It was, the really? It was Kate Upton? Yeah. Oh damn. Kate. A, damn Kate.
2: Kate. She had the cannons at the time. She still does. The bombs. But bombs. so then uh, Friend baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kate. <laughs> so
2: yeah, no, it was a good show all around. I know that, that, it wasn't a really good, good, uh commercial that was just full-blown, like hysterical that I could just not stop laughing. It was uh, the, the Hall of Fame one.
0: Oh, the so, the NFL 100 one. Yeah, for the hundred year of the NFL is 2019. Yeah, that one was hysterical they had 44, like, legends in that in that video, we'll call it. Like, 44 different athletes from across, like, the years. And they just,
2: they were all so funny. They all worked so together. I thought that was just such a good, like, good halftime show. And then everything else just kind of sticks.
0: Yeah, and that was my favorite one, definitely. Well,
2: and then, I mean, there's not any, and then there was kind of one that was, like, sort of, like, it was sort of funny, but, like, you kind of have to be a fan. It was, like, the Game of Thrones Bud Light commercial.
0: Yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to say that one.
2: So it was, like, the Bud Knight versus the Mountain, which is from the Game of Thrones, because he, he's, like, a really, he's not a big character, but he's, like, a cool character because, like, he's just, like, a Game of Thrones guy. The fact that he killed the Bud Knight is just so fitting because that guy's a badass in the fucking show. I told you, right? He was spoiler alert. Like punches the guy's teeth completely out of his mouth. Yeah. Like, uh, that's crazy to me. But like, other than that, like I couldn't even tell you like anything else. I was just like I was just not interested. Those are the only two like, I remember. Yeah, that was it. I was like still doing the dilly dilly thing. It's, it's uh it's been pretty gay. So it's pretty stupid. All. Oh, oh, All year after Philly, Philly, I kind of got kind of just like, all right, I'm I'm gonna throw
0: up now. So (laughs) that's why I'm switching the Miller.
2: Yeah, I switched the Miller for that exact reason. I'm a Corona guy, big, big IT guy.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. I forgot he had money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then what do you think about the specials? I, I don't, Honestly, I think you hit the nail on the head. The only thing that I really remember was the NFL 100 one that I watched multiple times on the internet afterwards, and um, the Game of Thrones one. And I don't even watch Game of Thrones, and I liked it a lot. Just it was just cool, like the the dragon, and then spoiler alert, like the Bud Knight gets his head crushed by the mountain. But that was like it was a pretty graphic commercial. It was pretty cool to see on TV. Yeah, yeah. So no, I mean.
2: Other than that, like, it up. my fans really do like those types of, like, commercials. They just like to laugh and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As for- part of that culture. Like, unfortunately, you know, it doesn't matter how many games you play in Mexico or England, you're always going to be American. Like, a Amer- it's going to be full-blown American. This is the most patrioticism like, picture thing I've ever... Like, it's, that, it's just, this is the most American that's going to ever be like, happening. Like, 4th of July, Super Bowl, Memorial Day weekend. Those are the only times that America is full-blown American. It's nice. like when the, everyone just gets over themselves and just hangs out and like it just brothers in arms. the Super Bowl. Um, so I was very, very disappointed in that. Now, what really annoyed me, and this is going to go into the halftime
0: show. Yeah, good. So, Funnel it in. So
2: Atlanta has a lot of groups in the rap game right now. You have 12.
0: Bitch. 21 Savage is not from Atlanta He's from UK Yeah Shut
2: up <laughs> <laughs> But At the time He was at the, at the moment Until then uh, Then it's like Nego You know what I'm saying You got You know, those native residents It's yeah. just Yeah I Forgot about him Then you have like Get those things like, It's very big very big rap, big rap community. Uh-huh. So, so, the fact that it didn't have, like, a whole hip-hop rap, like, just, free-for-all, it, it's pretty wild to me. The, I think that's kind of disrespectful, and the fact that they picked Maroon 5, who, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, you know, Maroon 5's still relevant. Maroon 5 always has that one song on the radio that's so fans. fans. I mean, whether, like, remember, it was e Sugar, yeah, then it was, Always a song girls that... Like girls Like You? Exactly. Girls Like You this year. Like, Don't Wanna Know, like, the year before that. Like, mm-hmm. Never Gonna Leave This Bed. There was always Telephone. Listed. Like, see, they have always had a song on the radio in the last 50s. They're very underrated, For say, like, when you think about them as a band. Right. But, like, I don't think that was their place. And it was kind of like the Coldplay thing when they got Coldplay. And then they were like, okay, shit, everyone thinks Coldplay's fucking gay. So now we have to get, like, all these... I'll give you a and all these people on there. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what are we need? grade? grade? So I was mm. just, like... I was very not into it. But they got Maroon 5. And I guess you can go wrong with that. It speaks, you know, a younger generation. And it speaks to a higher generation, but not at the same level. It wouldn't be as edgy or iconic as if they did the Land or Rap thing. I mean, I mean Maroon 5 is, is very more... The demographic for that is more like, broad compared to the Atlanta rap, I mean, you definitely have to get to pick your people, I'm supposed to say. Uh, there's definitely really something like that. But what happened, what I was really upset about, and I think Brendan Brady was, like, talking about how, like, he, like, really made it seem like I'm calling it right now that they put Spongebob in somehow they've played Sweet Victory. I'm calling it. Because a guy from Twitter leaked out a picture on Reddit from some. Saw
1: SpongeBob in the corner. Uh, I was like, "Okay." I was like,
0: "Well, sure Mercedes-Benz that- Stadium or something, something NFL-related tweeted out a picture of SpongeBob." Also, yeah. I, I mean, but I still didn't.
2: I really didn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I wasn't gonna. I, I don't think there was. I didn't, I didn't believe it. I'm sorry. It wasn't gonna happen. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. I said it right then. I was like, "It's not gonna happen." You guys all called me pessimistic.
0: Stuff like that. It came pretty both, close though I, I thought it would have been sick But they came pretty close they,
2: Yeah, they came in pretty close they had, sponge, they had Squidward Not even Spongebob The guy who actually died He had Squidward His large nemesis on on, on my feet They didn't have Spongebob yeah, I don't know if that's a, I think that's the bigger slap in the face than just not showing him <laughs> Yeah, you know we, we just showed Squidward Not Spongebob I mean, but they, did it was it, just,
0: they did it as an intro for Travis Scott, right? Awful. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the way well, they brought, oh, I know. I know, all in all, I, I can't say I was a fan, really, of, of the halftime show. I didn't think it was that good.
2: Well, uh, there was, like, a thing, I don't know, I think my sister told me, or someone at my stupid ass work told me that, like, like, some, like that Travis Scott was going to propose or something like that to, his, to the Kardashian girl. No,
0: don't do that, Trav. <laughs> It's hold a, on, it's a Kardashian. There's a Kardashian curse, Trav. I hope you know about it.
2: So I got to the point where like, hold on. I think my, my mom literally just called me right when I was about to make a turn, and of course I couldn't see the GPS, so now I might be stuck in the middle
0: of some honky donk town. <laughs> All right, well let's let let's let you go so you can get get to where you need to go. Nah, it's fine. just talking. I'm full blown lost now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well uh we'll end I was, it anyway. <laughs> now nah, I'm
2: twenty four minutes away. Oh damn. bitch. Thank God. I swear God. I I really I'm down. I don't know. I'm at the end of my rope. I need to move out. It's, it's coming down to you. I, I'm I'm at the end of my rope. It's it's getting to that point. Where I, I I don't wanna ruin I don't wanna ruin your pod about having to hate my mother all the time for just being super overly protective it's just getting to the point where i'm just like, i can't do this anymore I but it. all right oh my gosh my mom but like i was saying so what was going on what were well, we talking about the commercial how fucking the how disrespectful though. yeah how, yeah the halftime show How disrespectful they were for putting on fucking squidward not even spongebob you know that guy died with like Lou Gehrig's
0: disease jesus oh. christ yeah oh that was the creator of spongebob right that's why they were going to do something Is
2: like the voice Like, if we put Spongebob on, like, it's just going to I want, I don't know, we have to, I I tried looking that up, I actually Googled that, I actually Googled it, and there was just no, there was like, I might have to YouTube it, maybe something like that, actually has information, they like, they, all, they actually like, find the info for you, and they'll like, read it to you, like you're a child, they'll like, feed it to you, but, it's actually really nice, cause when you're like, doing work and stuff like that, you don't really want to like, really like, read. So you just listen to it, but right. I had to Google why didn't Sweet Victory play at the Super Bowl, and then it was all these old articles like Sweet Victory impossible at the Super Bowl, or it was people very upset because they didn't get Sweet Victory, and it was like all these articles about that. They didn't say oh the reason and because this, that, and the third. They just said that they didn't do it. So there's just like no reason why they didn't do it except I'm guessing that they just didn't want to, or that they just don't they don't have the marketing
0: feeding them the Twitter results that's or, that's I don't know It's a cop out that marketing is a cop out I, I think well that's what I'm saying I think it's a cop out and I
2: think it's an ridiculous that's why I'm, I'm saying it very ironically in sarcastic sense like you're you're probably like one of the boxers in America and, and your marketing team is just shot the bed
0: on the biggest night of your fucking of your whole company yeah true like, um, it's it should be a national holiday it should be, and the
2: reason it's on a Sunday is because it's kind of, like, sacred to all, every American the fact that they did disrespect us like that because it's a pop culture. The Super Bowl isn't, we're not entitled to the Super Bowl, okay? We, we, we pay, some of us pay passes and stuff like that. A lot of us do, like, we, they, they jack up the prices on stuff, stuff like that. Like, they are a business, and again, it's a privilege to, to watch them and the, and the fact that they disrespected us and didn't give the fans what they want, but
0: they expect us to give that, give us what
2: they—it it, it, it just it just grinds
0: my fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wish. I do wish they had a little bit more of it in there, or even, even a little bit of like a tribute, because I forgot that the the guy died, like the creator of SpongeBob died or something. Well, that's why everything kind of just like kind of like
2: supposed to just be great the halftime show with sweet victory the guy died there was a show that had that concept where they played at the bubble dome and they played at the cowboy city where it, it was just all the time they played basically at the super bowl i guess in the show the guy dies the main character dies i mean everything kind of, the, the super bowl already stuck as it is there was already people already hating on the red each and now everyone is just like, nah, I think the, the NFL just took a big crap in my face. NFL, postseason NFL, really disappointed me. NFL, postseason NFL, as an organization, really disappointed me. Yeah,
0: from the this no, year I'd actually have to agree
2: with you. The, the no calls, the, the ridiculousness of the team not stepping up, uh, all the scrutiny that the players had, just all the craziness Goodell saying that we're all human Goodell sucks all
0: this, he's a clown all
2: this, all this nonsense and then all of a sudden bang like just this Super Bowl like halftime show happens and he just jerked off on her I, I, I'm, I'm just upset I'm just very really upset I don't understand and then left your party not really upset I was just tired because I was like oh my god I spent two hours of my life watching this game right
0: yeah, no, it was a good time. The party was definitely a good time, but I just wish there was better entertainment for us, you know? Yeah, no, I know. I thought it was going to be a good time, but it was a good time. I just thought the show, the game, was going to be great. But That's
1: was... what I'm saying. Is that, like, we we had a good time. We had a lot of food, a lot of beer pong. Um, what was I going
2: to say? Uh, what do you think of the halftime show? What? What did you think
0: about it? I, like I said, I didn't really like it. Um... I just, it didn't sound, like, clear, like, Adam Levine, like, just had, I don't know, he didn't sound like he had his normal voice, it was weird, it sounded like he was, like, sick almost, and then, the fact that he was stripping is just, like, once way too much, it's way too overboard for me, I was just, come on now. Uh, once he took off the shirt, I was like, alright. I know, and I was like, like alright, come on, dude, just, just play some music, you don't need to do this, like, you're appealing to, like, only the ladies right now. my shirt. I, I don't understand it. Whatever, yeah, I don't either. And then, Travis Scott, like, I like, i
2: half-naked Adam Levine. I want to watch fully clothed Adam Levine, let alone half-naked Adam Levine. So now I'm watching this, and I'm, and then Travis Scott like, comes out and
0: performs the one song he's ever had in his whole fucking career. I was just gonna say, Travis Scott, like, granted, I heard that he doesn't actually sing a lot at his live performances, and he did that at the Super Bowl, but, like, it just I don't know, it didn't sound good to me. It wasn't I wasn't like, Oh, I feel like I'm in a concert. I was like, Oh, alright, all right, let's get this over with and get the second half underway. Yeah, right. Second half underway,
2: another hour and a half, I'll just defend the football and then there was just one drive where he fed the ball to Bronx
0: and uh, Yeah, which yeah, you exactly. Know. That one catch set it up. Yeah,
2: basically like one basically one day later then that thing happened. Yeah. Well yeah that's
0: but, yeah, all, all in right. all, let's hope for a better 2019-2020 season. Yeah, I hope so. All right, man. All right, David, all right, I appreciate it. All right, thanks for calling me. My pleasure. All right, I'll see you. I'll talk to you uh, this weekend. All right, man, bye. Bye. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in again. These were some great interviews. It's always fun to do interviews with my friends, especially – um once again hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. Let me know. Send me a DM, shoot me a tweet. Let me know what you guys thought of the of the Super Bowl, what you thought of the uniforms, how what kind of football was played, whether you thought it was really good, really bad. Uh the halftime show even. Let me know what you thought about the commercials also. I want to know everything, everyone's opinion on it. Um so this was a special edition episode. There will be another one released next week. And that will be full of baseball, basketball, and a little something special that you're not going to expect. And I can't wait to see all of your faces when you hear what that segment will be. So Into the Stitches is back next week. NFL season is over, but football is not. I will leave you with that, and I will see you all next week.